Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast, where we talk to student ministers about student ministry. I'm your host, Steve Cullum. And as you probably already know, there are a lot of great youth workers, youth pastors, and student ministers out there, both paid and unpaid, who have amazing experience and amazing stories to tell. And we just want to have those conversations and share them with you. Today we have Trevor Isle, who is the high school pastor at Central Christian Church in Mount Vernon, Illinois. I'm so glad for you to hear this conversation that I had with him and some of the tips and tricks and stuff that he has picked up through the years, as well as how he does ministry there in Mount Vernon, Illinois. So Trevor, uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Um, so Unfortunately, you know, we've never actually met before, um, but you do ministry right around the corner from where I grew up. So what's what's your story a little bit? And uh, yeah, tell us maybe even jumping back to your childhood, kind of how you become a Christian and, and got into ministry itself. I uh, was in and out of the church as a kid uh, through middle school, elementary school. My parents, grandparents were involved. I was not overly enthused to be there. Um, kind of standard uh, middle school. I was there because my parents made me be there. I was, uh, it came down, my mom was like, it was the summer between eighth grade year and freshman year, my mom was like, you're going on one of these two trips that the church is offering. And I chose the latter one in the season because it would interfere less with baseball than the previous trip. And that trip uh, turned out to be my first work camp experience. I went out east to, to Maine and I was not looking to be found, not looking to care whatsoever. And God kind of grabbed me and kind of kind of got away from my typical friends, got away from my typical lifestyle, and kind of got introduced with uh, the gospel in a way that made sense to me. And then over some time, you know, came back, got baptized, and kind of gotten more involved and reprioritized some friendships and some priorities, and baseball became a little bit less important. And then uh, just kind of got involved and got um, involved with new church friends. The youth minister kind of really was able to get me plugged in and getting to do some things. And then from there, it just kind of took off. I just started really grasping, wanting to be doing stuff on my own, wanting to do uh, my own Bible study, wanting to do things at the church, leadership type of stuff, and uh, kind of not looked back ever since. Ended up going to Lincoln Christian University, doing youth ministry and some psychology counseling stuff there. And uh, it kind of took me to where I am now. So I wasn't wasn't looking to go this route whatsoever. Not never thought I'd be in ministry. Never planned on ministry, but uh, work camp and God intersected right there at the same time, and things kind of took off. Awesome, awesome. It's actually kind of similar to my story. Is kind of trying to follow maybe sports and maybe some other things, and and God just kind of intervened and said, "Nope, I want you to go to this path instead." Um, I talked to a lot of youth ministers, and that seems to kind of be the story from a lot of different people. Um, the God kind of grabs you while you're in youth ministry yourself, and just kind of transforms lives, and then puts you on this path to uh, to do the same. Right. Yeah. Uh, totally unexpected, but couldn't have gone better. Awesome. Awesome. So the next question we really have is that that follow up to a lot of questions. You know, at times when we go to conferences and stuff like that, people want to know what your ministry look like. What do you what do you do currently? What your programs look like? What you know? What students do you work with? That sort of thing. So can you tell us a little bit about your ministry? Yeah, uh, I am a high school pastor only, so I don't I don't get involved with the middle school other than occasional go in and see them try to build relationships for when they come in. So um, it's a little bit different than I know most than most, most scenarios uh, around the country right now. 
But uh, yeah, we're high school only, and we have our own service that we do um, every Sunday morning um, called Fusion. And we get together some adults, some students, and we have a band that um, that's probably gone on since I was in high school. It's it's evolved over time, been better structured, uh, more planned. We have I have a guy that kind of helps me. It used to be part time, and we just finally, after lots of lobby, lobbying, were able to take him on in a full time job. And he doesn't just spend his time in high school; he spends his time all over uh, student ministry, kind of getting things uh, moving and shaking for worship. So that helps tremendously. Um, and then, so I preach a lot, uh, almost every Sunday and to high schoolers. And I have a volunteer team that I let those guys rotate in and, and have some times to preach. And then, uh, we do the full blown communion, um, you know, ministry response time. We worship everything. We try to make it full blown, like you would see in adult service. So that's our, that's our goal. Every week, uh, we take off for, you know, random stuff like, um, Something's coming up that we can't make it, or there's maybe coming out of a mission trip. Maybe we don't have it that week, or we don't have it for Easter or Christmas. But otherwise, we're we probably meet, I'd say forty six, forty seven times a year. Uh, we have our own service, so um, I do the majority of that preaching, and then we follow up what we do on Sunday mornings with our Wednesday night programming, which is just small groups. And um, I, like everyone else, is trying to trying to figure out how to better do small groups. Uh, we don't. We don't break them up by um, class. We don't or grade. We don't break them up. We used to break them up by gender, and uh, that was getting stale. So now we have put them together. And we used to have multiple groups that were only five or six people in a group. Now we only have four groups that have about ten students in each one of them. So just trying to change it up, trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. That's gone a little bit better. Um, the boys don't tend to act as off the walls because they're, you know, there's ladies present and they're trying to, you know, keep the reputation strong. So that helps a little bit. Yeah. But do those meet uh, at the church or they meet yes, at home? Yes, we meet at the church um, in various parts of our, in our, our section of the building. We have our own kind of wing of the building and that helps just kind of, we got, we get to spread out. Um, but that's, we get together with our, with our leaders and we obviously, uh, put male and female leaders in there as well, basically just to give perspective on both sides. And we probably have three or four leaders in each group just to kind of make sure, make sure somebody's not there and it's always covered. Right. Okay. Uh, What's the content of those groups? We take what we see right now. We're in a Roman series on, on our Sunday morning stuff. And so we, uh, we just did Romans three, four, five. So now that's what we'll talk about tonight. Okay. So I write up, um, I write up some questions that kind of a guideline for their leaders to go by and they take it uh, Monday, Tuesday and, and kind of get their brains wrapped around it for Wednesday night. And, uh, if they hate the questions, they can, they can, you know, do something totally on their own, you know, and whatever works best for them. So, uh, we do that. We meet from seven thirty till nine on Wednesday nights. We push it back to seven thirty just in case there's ball games, you know, kids getting back from baseball, whatever. So that's what we try to do. Um, got a lot of hangout time. We probably are in groups from eight four or seven forty five to eight forty five. Uh, it's kind of what we target, and then they kind of run around and act like high school kids and throw stuff and jump over stuff and you know, yep. climb the walls, all that kind of stuff. Cool, awesome. Well, um, you been, how, how long have you been in ministry so far? I um, full time three and a half years. I've been part time when I was in college, um, in and out, did some internships. So I've been in and out of, I guess, the ministry game for 
uh, 10 years, but probably full-time three and a half um, as I was a foster care caseworker for two full years straight out of college Okay, as I volunteered here in this ministry before I took over. Okay. So over that time, you probably picked up some tips and tricks and things like that. Maybe some things you've read, gone to conferences, or things from your own experience. So, right. what are what are two or three things that you'd really like to share with other youth workers? Uh, just a few things. I like I always say, be yourself. I, the, the kids are, are are great at knowing when you're not being real, whether that's on stage, whether that's in general one-on-one conversation. They know when you're trying to be somebody that you're not. So my kids know that um, I'm pretty laid back. I really like sports, and so I used to try to hide that from them, and I just don't hide it from them anymore. They know that I'm going to work to connect with them even if they don't like those things, and so I just quit trying to be – I wear T-shirts have sports logos on it all the time. That's just who I am, and so they've learned to accept me for that, and it makes us a better conversation or connection to do whatever needs to be done down the road. They know who I am. I know who they are. They know I care. And they just ignore the stuff that I care about anymore, which is great. Yeah. That's Otherwise, um, I do tons of research. Um, Twitter is is my go-to for all sorts of news. I follow everybody, everybody I can for, for Twitter research, um, articles about what to do better, um, how to better engage, how to better welcome new students, what's the trends, what's going on um, socially, uh, you know, all the, well, all the new sexual things going on. Like just what do we, what do we need to know? Um, I try to watch things like the VMAs, even though I don't care, you know, just what's going on in culture. I just try to have a grasp what's going on. So that way I better know. I pretty much stalk the kids on, on Twitter. That's what, that's what I do. Um, it's open all day long on my, on my computer. Cool. Just cause I, I think to know what the pulse of your students really helps you do your job more effectively. Yeah. So that's whether you know, whether they're in con- confrontation with another person, this or that. I don't like to get in the middle of it whatsoever, but I just kind of like to know what's going on. That way I can better minister to our kids. I know if they're having, you know, I see two or three weeks in a row of this student pouring out negative tweets. I need to know, hey, what's going on? You right. know, or this person's doing really well. Just keep encouraging them, you know. So just, I just keep involved. You know, our students are migrating. They're not, they're not Facebook kids anymore their Twitter, and that will soon be moving on to something else. And so I just try to keep a pulse of where they're at. Um, I'm on Snapchat as well. We're all over the place with all that kind of stuff. Um, trying to incorporate that to our, um, our our Sunday mornings to have them send their stuff to us. That way we can throw up some funny stuff and keep engaging them. Mm-hmm. That's crucial. I think I've noticed that even like students will post things on social media that they would never tell you in person. Um, but if you're, right. you're in tune to that and you're, you're making sure you're paying attention to it, you can know what's going on in their life, even if they're not openly coming up to you and saying, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Right. You can say, Hey, Hey, I don't want to be, I don't want to pry into your business too much, but I noticed that you seem a little down or whatever it may be. And just kind of opens up easier conversation. Right. So I said the, the last thing to kind of tip is, is basically where I got from our youth ministry professor at Lincoln is just no, Know what your students want to look like when they graduate. You know, start with start with the end in mind, and know what you want your students to look like. You want them to be self sustaining their own relationship with Jesus. You know, they don't you don't they don't need you when they graduate. So how do we work them there? It kind of helps us not waste time doing things we don't need to do, or really prioritize things that we do need to do. Um, so we want our stu- we want our kids to be disciples who make disciples, and so we want. Um, them to, to not need us. We want them to be able to serve when they when they walk across the stage. They can be plugged into the church, serve. They're going to continue their faith in, in college, and that's just kind of just kind of the way we approach things. Uh, we like to 
we like to treat our students like they're not like they're not little kids. You know, treat them like they're you know emerging adults, and and that kind of helps us with um just kind of a foundation of, of approaching what's what's coming up in life with them. So. We found that really worked. We graduated a, a fantastic class, a, a senior class that stuck around, which is rare. And uh, that's sad at the same time yep. <laughs> um, as you kind of re- rebuild uh, to the next group. But it's encouraging that those students are all serving um, right now. So that's great. So that's what we're trying to move forward for the next for the next group. Awesome. Well, great stuff. Well, thanks so much for, for joining us today, Trevor. Um, if people want to find out more from you, um, you said you're on Twitter a lot, but uh, is there any other places um, in addition to Twitter where people can find you and, and read more from you or contact you? Oh, I'm on Twitter a lot. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, and then I don't have a blog or anything like that. I don't write consistently. Uh, we record a lot of our stuff um, for our Sunday morning services on YouTube. Uh, we don't put every single one of them up, but we put a lot of them up. So that is our YouTube channel. It's like Fusion Space CCCMV. That's okay. the name of our stuff. But, All right, cool. Um, and your Twitter of, handle is Tile11? Uh, yeah, Tile11. Okay, yep. cool. So, Well, thanks again for joining us, and uh, God bless your ministry. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning into this month's episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Be sure to share this with anyone else that you think might enjoy this conversation. And also be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or our host, Podbean, to make sure that you get every episode right when it comes out. Again, I've been your host, Steve Cullum. Feel free to follow me on Twitter at Steve Cullum. And let me know what you think about the show and anybody that you think I should get on for a future conversation. Thank you for all you do for God's kingdom, and may God bless your ministry to students. 